Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! Look at me, short. I'm the captain now. Welcome to the Supercoach Co-Captains Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Supercoach Co-Captains Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dano, and with me as always, we have Pato. Welcome, Pato. Yes, hello, Dano. Hello, listeners. Let's get into it. Hopefully, the carnage wasn't too bad and hopefully no one else owns some flog from Collingwood, but we'll get into that. <laughs> anyway, we'll go into the highest score from our group, and that was Jabs uh, with his team, Board Saints, with a score of 2,055, Pato. Um, some notable players in there. Uh, we had Christian Petrarca, Zach Merritt, uh, Jack McRae, and Matty Rowell in the mids. Um, Jeremy Finlayson with the big 141 um, in the ruck line with Briggles as well, um, Mr. Kieran Briggs. And then up forward, Tim Taranto. So not too shibby-shabby there, Pato. Yeah, Dom Sheed owner as well. Like, very interesting team. Um, Bailey Dale as well. I'm sure maybe we'll get to discuss him tonight, Dano, but looking like a great trade-in option, even though he has that shit by. Yep, yep. Now, we're not going to do waiting in the wings because there wasn't too much happening over the weekend. But anyway, um, we'll look at some... We're not even going to really do. Do we want to? Do we want to do rookies, Pato? Or there's not. I feel uh, like there's not look, really any downgrade options this week besides like it, Lewis Melican. <laughs> yeah, the cupboard is pretty bare, and even Melican's only played one game, so he's not even on the bubble. Yeah, uh, I feel like if you were smart, you would have banked some cash last week, and and we're we're assuming that people just have a bucket load of cash to spend this week, especially if you own a certain uh, jailbird. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, some um trading options. Uh so you probably don't want to talk too much about any Frio defenders, would you, Pato? <laughs> no, not for me, mate. The only the only notable one would be Hayden Young at the moment. Um, not Lukey Ryan, because he's the fake primo, according to Pato. Uh, but Hayden Young is 502k. Uh, his last six, or sorry, his last five scores have been 128, 95, 186, and 103. Um, he's had that buy, so he's good for the rest of the buyers, Pato. Uh, but I feel like it's desperation with this one if you're trying to pick someone like a Hayden Young. Yeah, I feel like you should just try and find another 20-odd K or 20, 30K almost and just get to Jack Sinclair. Um, I think he's probably the... The one to trade in off his round 12 buy, um, I think that price as well with what we know he can achieve off the half back line, and that is very dependent on the role because he has been thrown around in the middle a little bit. But, yeah, when he's got that defense role, he's a, he's a 120-plus guy, and we know that. And Can I just say, shout-out to Caleb Daniel. He's gone up to 582K, and he's got a three-round average of 143.3. Shit buy, though. Yeah, pretty nutty. Like we've we've missed that boat, even though it was a pretty small boat. <laughs> and, ba- and Bailey Dale, shout out to him. Three round average of one twenty one point seven and a five round average of one hundred two point two. But again, shit by. Yeah, real shame. You really had to jump on a couple of weeks ago when I did um, to to get the value. Same with guys like Ridley. Like you, you got to jump on when the when the going is hot. Um, you don't want to bring these guys in for one or two weeks and then have them have their buy. Where Jack Sinclair. 
Could well score 300 to 350 points over the next three weeks because he's already had his buy. If you bring in a Bailey Dale, he might only get you 200, 250 points, and that extra 100 points is, is a difference between jumping up the rankings or not. So that's why you should really only be targeting guys off the round 12 buy. I know it's tempting. Like, personally, I'm looking at, like, Clayton Oliver and go, I've got the money for him. I can get him in, but I just – you can't bring him in for one week and then have him miss a week. You've just got to target the guys that have already had their buy. Yep, agreed. Now, moving on to the midfield, Pato. Andy Brayshaw at 581.1K. Would you take a punt on him or would you spend that extra bit and get Caleb Sarong, who's at like 610? I, I prefer Brayshaw. So do I at the moment, and I reckon he's the biggest flat track bully known to man. But in saying that, he did score well against Melbourne. So, yeah. Well, they won that game. Yeah. And they also, he also got 134 against Geelong. Yep, yep. I don't, I don't mind it at the moment. He's he's showing that he can actually play against those better sides, even though Geelong's, I think, out of the eight, aren't they? And the run home isn't actually awful. He's got Richmond and GWS and Essendon in his next three. Yep. Then he plays the Dogs, which is a tough matchup. Then has Carlton, which is not a tough matchup. Um, then Collingwood, Sydney, Geelong, Brisbane, West Coast, Port Adelaide, and ends the year with Hawthorne at the G. So the, the run's not bad. Yep, yep. I don't mind it. Now, Lockie Neal Paddo, 577,500. He's finally showing signs that he can score big away from um, the Gabba. Uh, his last three games are 109 at the Gabba, 128 at Gabba, and 122 at Adelaide Oval. So, and his last five have been 124, 63, 109, 128, 122. Is Nike Neal back? And at 577K, is he worth a punt? I say yes. Yeah, I think this is probably uh, midfield target number one this week, Dano. Um, three win average of 120, um, and in just 25% of teams as well, which feels pretty low, although that will jump up a fair bit. Uh, this week, I'm sure, um, has a nice, juicy matchup against Hawthorne this week as well, Dana. And I feel like if Hawthorne are going to put time into someone, it might well be Dunkley. So it might just let Lockie Neal go around and do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, yeah, yeah. Another one with a pretty decent run home too, Dana. Yeah, waiting for it. Uh, what are you waiting for? R- Richmond in round 16. Oh, West no, Coast no, no. I thought I thought you were talking about another player other than Lockie Neal. Oh, well, we're going to talk about the next person. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I thought you were going to. But um, I was going to point out uh, three of the next five games for Lockie Neal are at the Gabba. So right, yes, man loves it. They are. Um, anyone else that Chad Warner's uh, yes. a risky one? Um, it's. It's not bad value, 552K. Um, three round average of 118, and that is the three games that Callum Mills has been out. Um, there hasn't really been an update on Callum Mills either. Um, it's two to four he's listed at, and that was last week. So, look, he's back soon. Um, Parker's out for a couple of weeks, isn't he? Didn't he get suspended? Correct. Yeah, around 14. So, Look, it's all role-dependent, and that's the, the frustrating thing. It seems like Gordon has settled on the wing, um, and he's really tackled that role on nice, and I think um, Warner is pretty safe in that midfield, so I don't mind it. Uh, he's in just 6% of teams as well, so Chad Warner is a nice POD. It just might be a year early. Like, next year might be the year that Chad Warner really explodes. Yeah. Um, 
and he might just be a little bit up and down like he has been this year. But um, I've got a name for you, Dana, and I'm, I'm curious on your thoughts. Yeah. After a week off, Jack Steele. I've literally got him up on my phone right now. <laughs> he was my next like, one. I've I've owned him since I think round eight, and I put the captain on him as soon as I brought him in against North. Yeah. Um, three weeks before the Hawks game was 95, 84, 135, which isn't horrible. The 62 against Hawthorne is obviously shit house. And I didn't see that game. Um, people say he looked really off. Uh I think the week off will benefit him a lot, don't I? Yeah, I reckon so too. Um the the other there's there's other options as well. Um I'll float the name Noah Anderson. Even though actually no, they got the buy this week, don't they? Yeah, actually, I wouldn't be suggesting Noah Anderson this week, mate. Actually actually, here's here's one for you. If if someone's got, let's say, nine somehow got nineteen on their field before trades, do you reckon trading in someone like a Rowler and Anderson or whoever's got their buy this week? Oh yeah, it's just literally Geelong and the Suns, isn't it? Would that would yeah. that be smart? I mean, I don't see anyone having nineteen. Like I've got twenty two on field and I've got two bench players playing. That's what I mean. So any any more than nineteen. So like you could trade out I don't know, some someone who you're like, oh, yeah. Someone that's it, just fucking rubbed himself out against the bottom of the ladder <laughs> like a fucking like, idiot. And, like, trade trades in someone like an Anderson or a Rowell, even though you know they're not going to play, but then they're going to play subsequent weeks. I'm going to sound like a hypocrite. Um, and for those that don't follow me on Twitter, I traded in a red dot on the weekend, I know. Oh. So I traded in someone that had the buy last weekend. Yeah. And that was Harry Arnold. Wait, what? And the other option was um, Mullen, oh, who I no. had a feeling would have a below average game and potentially get dropped after the bye. Yeah. So I decided to bring in Arnold instead, um, and I'm pretty confident he plays this week. Um, I'll look pretty dumb if he doesn't, but we'll cross that bridge when it comes. Yeah, okay. Um, but in saying that, I think you give yourself every opportunity to try and get 18, 105-plus scores. Yeah, okay. Yep. Because, would... like, a lot of people are carrying the guy, the like the likes of Sam Walsh, who scored 72. Will Day, who scored 81. Canelio also scored 81. Um, and the more people that you can get on field that would eclipse that score, potentially, and then knock off a score like a 70-odd, um, yep. I think is all the better. Um, because you never know when uh, Will Phillips types might, like, Will Phillips scored 44 more points than Sam Walsh. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. Um, and you just never know. Like, I'm, I'm fielding Matt Johnson this week. Yeah. In the role that he's been playing, he could get 100. Or he could get 80-odd. Yeah. He could outscore Patrick Cripps. You know who else could get 100 again? <laughs> who? Kieran Briggs of the oh, Giants. Big Dick Briggs. Oh, my fucking God. Um, big raps for Briggsy uh, tonight on... The on the couch, um, absolutely fucking raid him, and I don't see why they wouldn't because man's been ragged old man ragged old Nankovis. After I said that he ragged old Hawkins last year, he ra- he fucking ragged old like fucking me. Anyway, now um, now if you actually let's not jump ahead. Let's con- let's finish midfield first before we get into that. Okay, okay. Who else do you have in the midfield? Uh, let me bring it back up because I brought up my team. 
Look, there's not a lot else in midfield, honestly, coming off the round 12 bye. Um, if for whatever reason you're okay for round 15, um, would you be opposed to someone bringing in Clayton Oliver? No, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Sorry, he's round 14 by, not round 15. Bring him for one week, him resting, and then playing the next week. I'm I'm totally okay. So, if, they, if they've got enough coverage, then I say go for it. So he is 658K with a break even of 145. Yep. Um, last year, he had two games against Collingwood for a 141 and a 152. Yep. So if you could bring him in and you'd be pretty confident captaining him and he gets 140, so you're getting 280 points off him this week, Yep. has the bye, and then he plays around 15. Yep, fair. I've, would, I would you hate that move? No, I'm, I'm okay with it, but we missed someone in defense and I fucking am livid. I missed this person. Yeah. Jake Lloyd. Yeah, I purposely didn't mention his okay. name. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I Are just, okay? I th- yeah. he's, yeah. he's scoring okay sometimes, um, but there's 70s in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I, th- I think Sinclair is the one. And if you've already got Sinclair, um, I, I think you're looking at another line to upgrade. Yeah, okay. Uh, we're okay to move on to the rucks and talk about Big Briggs. Yeah, let's do it. He's fucking nutty. That's all I need. To, that's all you need to know. Like he's oh, 109, 102, 128 against Sink, against Marshall, against fucking no one at Geelong, and then against Nank. And he's got a uh, big Goldstein this week. So 340k. Yep. Break even of negative 32. Yep. So a 91 gets him a projection of 55k. Um, yep. up so he gets him close to 400k mm-hmm. then has a game against Frio and that could well be without Darcy mm-hmm. which if he scores 98 against them gets him up another 40k up to around 430 to 440 mark mm-hmm. then he has the buy yep if you had two healthy rucks Dano and I think you do for memory nah man I had Sean Darcy so I traded him to Briggles <laughs> that's right so here's my situation, Dano. Yep. I brought in Briggs while keeping Darcy and Marshall. Ooh. And I I have a feeling that Briggs will drop off. I think he'll get tired. Maybe. What do you think? I reckon he's gonna he's not gonna get over hundred every game, obviously. Like not even fucking any of the primo rucks have done that. Oh, except for yeah. oh wait, no, yeah, actually. Except for no. one. Actually, no, English did drop below a hundred once, didn't he? Once, yeah. He is human yeah. after all. <laughs> but like you compare it to all the other primo rucks and he's what 340k he was 254k and he's playing like a primo so fucking i i did it because strapped for cash on other lines i want to upgrade and if someone's performing like a primo compared to all of the other rucks why not fucking get him in if it fails it fails shit happens at least he makes money yeah there's too many so positives I'm- I'm treating him as a stepping stone to a premium um, while also acting as coverage for Sean Darcy. And I'm giving Darcy till the end of the buyers to get healthy. Yep. Um, for round 16, obviously, if Darcy is still out, I'll probably have to flick him on to a premium. Would you be opposed to... Oh, wait. Do you have um, Darcy Cameron? No. Would you be opposed to bringing Darcy Cameron in? No, not at all. So you wouldn't be opposed to bring him in? No, no, no I, I like Darcy Cameron. So, oh, well, you've already, yeah, it's a bit hard for you. 
you don't really have a ruck forward in your line. But if you got a ruck forward, I've got Madden in my forward line right now. There you go. So you can go classy so to I Darcy could, Cameron. Yeah, I could. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like the thought of that doing thought of that. Of sorry, fuck, I've had a few. I don't like the thought of that this week. Even like, oh, he's got a break even of eighty one. So yeah, and okay, and Cameron has a buy after this week. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to reassess at round 15. I may need the coverage and I might just need to turn Darcy into Cameron. Yep, fair. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hate that. Um, yeah. Because if Briggs' form drops off, I can just flick Darcy Cameron into my ruck line and turn Briggs into a premium. Yep. Yep. Don't mind. Fucking Tim. Anyway, I don't, I don't yep. think the ruck line has to be talked about too much more, Dano. I just want to say Tim English back over 600K. Yeah, but yep. round 15 by, I, we're not all kissed on the dick like you, where. Oh, no, nah, I'm not anymore. Coverage not anymore. every fucking week. Not anymore. Not after my trades. <laughs> I wanted McRae bad, bro. I wanted McRae bad. Oh, you got McRae in. Yeah. The week that Trelaw returned. Yeah, he still got over 100. True. No, man, I, I wanted McRae. What of that motherfucker? Got him. Yeah, boy. Can I just say, Maxi Gorn is under 500K still. Yeah, but until he shows some form, I can't see him as a trading option. Well, he's gone 98 and 103 in the last two. Yeah, but it, like... Yeah, I know. Briggs is scoring better than him. Fucking Briggsy. Anyway, Isn't that line. weird to say? Forward line. Briggs is the future. So forward, forward line. line is kind of bare this week, don't I? Well, most people have the fucking similar forward line anyway. <laughs> I would assume everyone has Josh Dunkley, and if you don't, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Tim Taranto, and same. Golden's in 50% of teams. Yeah. I'm talking about guys that have already had their buy. Oh, yeah, okay. Luke Jackson, don't know. No. If it came out this week that Sean Darcy was missing eight weeks, would you consider him as an alternative to Darcy Cameron? No. He's already 508,000, and that's the problem. Yeah, I wouldn't, would not consider it in the slightest. So playing as a bit of a, a Blitzavs type, so he gets CBAs as a non-ruck as well as a ruck and plays forward, obviously. So his last four games... Reads 126, 119, 81, 106. That was with Sean Darcy in the team. Now, that 106 was the game that Darcy went down in the second quarter. So, obviously, he rucked a fair bit that game. But that was against Melbourne. Um, and those two rucks are pretty good, don't know. Yeah. They also have the same run, obviously, as Andrew Brayshaw. Just can't. It's expensive. It's not cheap. Yeah. What about Isaac Heaney, Dano? No, just couldn't. He scarred a lot of people. My my forward line's complete. I <laughs> I don't want to touch it. And I'm pretty sure yeah. most people's forward lines are complete. Yeah, I've got one more spot personally, but I wouldn't be picking off anyone that had the round 12 buy. That's my advice. Cogs is my uh, F6. He may be my F7 once uh, Fife comes onto the field. Actually, there's a forward to talk about. Yeah, Fife's in my midfield right now. <laughs> yeah, so... For those playing at home, I will just read out his price and stuff. I don't know why it's bringing up midfielders. 244,000. Uh, his break even's 26. And yeah, I, I don't know what, what, what the fuck happened. I didn't watch him when he played against Melbourne. What happened? Because he was on like 50 at half time. Yeah. So I, I saw the first half and then I think I had to go to basketball. Um, but from all accounts, he just died in his ass. Um, Run out of petrol tickets, 
um, fatigued a bit, got moved forward once Sean Darcy went down because Luke Jackson went forward and he essentially played Luke Jackson's role up forward and mm. dropped a lot of marks because he's not a forward. Um, yeah. I feel like, I don't know what uh, Frio's list is looking like, Dono, in terms of Ruckman, um, but I don't know whether they bring in a Ruckman or not. Mm. So according to Supercoach, their Ruckman are three blokes I've never heard of. Um, one of them I may have heard of their dad if it's Trent Noble's son, but Max Noble, um, Eric Benning and Liam Reedy. So I don't know who those people are, Dano. I don't know if they are any good. I don't know how they've been going in the waffle, but they may just go with Luke Jackson. Yeah, Giants Giants go one ruck and then have like Himmelberg pinch hit. So what, Jackson, ruck, and whoever's up forward pinch hit? Great. Tracy, Tracy. Oh yeah, he's large. He's yeah, he's large enough. Large enough. You know what I meant, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yeah. So, I. Do you like him as a trading donor? Well, I've already got him, but um. Correct. Let's let's look at his run. So he's got Richmond this week at Optus. Then he's got the GWS at Giant Stadium. Then Essendon at Optus. So the next three games for Frio will be easily winnable and they should win three out of three there should yeah um the only thing is he are you bringing him in as a like a, a keeper cover or are you bring him in as a stepping stone for cash I personally I would be bringing him in as permanent cover so a keeper yeah that's what I if you're bringing him in that's what you'd have to be doing and he can be a permanent loophole guy yeah and if he has the odd spike score, you're happy. Um, the only caveat to that is, Dano. Yep. Um, you look at a Will Phillips. Yeah. Who is in 15% of teams. Would he be better coverage? Yeah, good point. Will Phillips under Ratten. Yes. Not Will Phillips under Clarkson. Yep, who's averaging around 95 under Ratten. Yeah. yeah, it's a toughie. I'd ride the wave with Phillips, to be honest. Yeah, but people might need his money, so that's the, that's the conundrum. But even a Bailey Humphrey. Yeah, that's another one. Who has a four-end average of about more, over 100. Yeah, I, I see the point. Um, it's just the money. But, yeah, look, that five at F7 looks pretty good to me. By the way, Nev Daddy, big Nevit, 103 on the weekend. Oh, yeah, too bad he's got his buy this week. But You don't need him this week. Yeah, I know. No one needs him this week. Last week was good. Uh, anyone else yeah. up forward? No, no. I th- I think that's about it. Okay, I got to pose a question to you. Actually, no. We'll right. go to we'll go to question time. We'll go to question time. Okay, because otherwise we're going to run out of time. <laughs> we're doing a short episode this week, people, because I need to edit the fuck out of this, and we don't have any other time to record. <laughs> so, oh, uh, not and because we got the messages out late this week. Um, don't have too many questions. So, first one is, Ian, do you think Dugowie knows Pado traded him? I heard from unreliable sources that Dugowie muttered the words, fuck you, Pado, moments before the incident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lloydy. Um, I've owned Dugowie for at least a month now. No, actually longer. I've had him for six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if he was going to do that, he wouldn't have got 156 last week against uh, North. But fuck me, man. Like, <laughs> over the, I, I said when this happened that I was going on a fucking rant. I, I don't have the energy for this shit. Like, <laughs> if there's ever 
advertis- ad- like an advertisement to stick guys on your never again list and don't fucking get tempted, it's this. Like against no West Coast Dano. The no flogs policy. He wasn't even playing Melbourne or something <laughs> in a game that fucking mattered. Collingwood were always winning by- that by 10 goals plus. Yeah. And he decides to do that to a fucking kid in the second quarter. Like, um, oh. Yeah. All right. We'll move on from one Pato to another. We've got Jason Patterson this time. To go to Merritt or Neil, have have cover for all buyers except round 15, but both will help there. Also, with Ed Richards out, who benefits most from the dogs getting uh, going forward the next few weeks? So Merritt or Neil for the first bit? I would <laughs> Look, I think Merritt averages more, but I think Neil only because he's already had his buy. And better value. And 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 it just goes to what I said before. Like, it just gets one less lower score off your field. Even if you're looking good for round 14 or 15, it just gets that extra bad score out of your 18 um, and, it, and it boosts your score. Yeah. The Ed Richards news. He was playing half back, wasn't he? Or was he wing? Yeah. I'm going to miss four to six, I believe, Dano. Yeah, okay. Um, there's one guy that benefited from a different halfback injury um, that may benefit even more now. Bailey Dale. And he's at 520K. Bailey Dale. 3% of teams. Bailey Dale. With a break even of 79. Yes, Bailey Dale. Yeah, it's Bailey Dale. Yep, go Bailey Dale. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, the other one yep, that yep. is interesting, um, and you don't have to bring him in this week, Caleb Poulter has played halfback in the AFL before. And his price of $212,000 after being a mid-season recruit last week. Uh, playing more of a wing role for the Dogs. However, that can obviously change. So keep an eye on him. Um, might be one to bring in. I mean, you'll, you'll get two weeks to look at him before round 16. So that works out really nice. Yeah. Um, being mindful of time, we're going to try and get this done in the one recording, Pato. So um, the next one we've got. From Liam, fuck Geordie to go, he dumb fuck, but is it an option to hold him seeing as he will mostly miss the buy round uh, anyway? Fuck the prick off. <laughs> fuck him off. Okay, next one. Scobie Bryant, what's worse? The overreaction to someone getting a parking ticket or the Jordan to bump? And why do people use basketball as a cover-up for same-sex intimate action? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, fuck Jordan to go. Anyway. Uh, and then you said... And yes, we'll talk about the flog who will go back to being unnamed on air. And then Jeffrey Head goes, Picket? Question mark. <laughs> Big Dick Picket. Oh, Jesus. Kicking the game winner against the Giants, don't know. Uh, I could not even be like, I couldn't hate that last quarter. It was actually probably the best last quarter I've seen this year. And I saw the last four and a half minutes after my basketball game in the change rooms. We just got flogged by 30 points and we've just fucking grilled the team over after playing like shit. And <laughs> and I've pulled my phone out and I've just fucking got the Richmond game up. Nice. All right, Pato, we've got seven minutes, 45 seconds to get this last segment done. So we're not called the Supercoach co-captains for nothing every week. We give you guys VC and C options to set your team apart from the rest. So let's kick us off with Thursday night for the SCG, Sydney Swans versus St Kilda. Who you got I, in this one? I, I wouldn't be touching this game. Um, maybe Rowan Marshall as a cheeky VC, but that's about it. Yep. Uh, what about Goulden or not? No. No, okay. Friday at Marvel Stadium, Western Bulldogs versus Port Adelaide. Go on the bond. Uh, Bonson Pelly had 145 against them earlier this year, but I feel like he gets a fair bit of attention. So 
I like English. English. Butters. Uh, Yeah, butters. Butters could do well. Could. Um, They may also throw someone on him. Crazy? Yeah, maybe as a VC. Yep. Cool. Because just, yeah. You can, and like with last week, you can do VC and C options right up to the last game, pretty much. Um, Saturday, uh, 10th of June, Hawthorne versus Brisbane at the MCG. Should be an absolute fucking riot. Josh Dunkley, anyone? Sicily, anyone? That's true. Big sis dog. He's on fire at the moment. Should get a lot of intercept marks with those fucking spuds up forward for Brisbane. 122 against him last year down in Tassie. Yep, yep, yep. I can't help but think Hawthorne will tag one of the midfielders, and I I don't I think you'd play Russian roulette with that. I think there's better options. Yep, okay. Adelaide versus West Coast Eagles at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, can't go past Mr. Rory Laird in this one. Laird or Dawson, take your picks. I, I think they're really yep. good VC options. Yeah, no one from West Coast, though. Um, Fremantle versus Richmond at Optus Stadium. I feel like this one is made for Andy Brayshaw. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, although of, Richmond yeah. have done some lockdown stuff in the last couple of weeks under McWalter. Really? Um, Taranto, <laughs> I don't mind, but I feel like he does get a bit of attention this week. Sarong? Sarat. Yeah, Sarong wouldn't be a bad option either. Yeah, cool. Uh, we'll go to Sunday's games because we've got five minis left. Uh, Sunday, North Melbourne versus the Giants at whatever the fuck that is. That's Blundstone, I'm assuming. Blundstone, yeah. Yeah. And in Tassie. Will Phillips? No. <laughs> Are you gonna ignore Mr. Tom Green? He didn't he didn't score the greatest last week, even though he clocked up a fuck ton of posies. Yeah, uh scaling was real weird in that game because Briggs had that what they thought was a game winning goal, so he got a fair few points for that. But then Pickett obviously got the game winning goal and um They scaled Briggs yeah. down, didn't they? Yeah, they did in the end. Fuckers. Most um, people got scattered down. Yeah, so anyone else? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Uh, Cogs, hopefully. More wishful thinking than anything else. I do have a query um, for you really quickly. Do you yeah. trade Jack Zebel out at the moment? <laughs> you just don't trade him in, Dano. Well, I've got him and I'm tempted to trade him out. Yeah, look, I'd hate to have him, Sheasel, and Day in the same defense because that I would fucking kill you. Fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually, I'm actually strongly considering Sheasel out this week. See, at least he showed signs. Zebel just didn't. Um, yeah. Um, Cox had one seventy four against uh, North last year. Ooh, I feel like that's a VC. Yeah, especially with North Melbourne's uh, midfield at the moment very depleted. Um, they obviously just lost Greenwood and. Simkin uh, over the weekend. So, I mean, they'll be rolling out a midfield of Phillips, Powell, and the fucking woman basher. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, Don't I mind feel any like, of those John Smiths. I feel like the C could be in this next game, Carlton versus Essendon, and I feel like it's Zachy Merritt. Yeah, just just keep an eye out for um, some pesky taggers. Um, doesn't actually have a great record against Carlton for some reason. They do always seem to tag him. Only averages 92 against them over 11 games. Yeah, right. Um, so, personally, I feel like this is probably a VC. And there is a game on Monday as well, the King's Birthday game. Yeah, so, which I'm about to get to. Yeah. So, I look, I actually prefer the Carlton guys, as crazy as that sounds. Um, surely, Walsh and Cripps can do a lot better than what they did last weekend Ugh. against the depleted Essendon midfield. Left field one for you, Adam Chera. 
Oh, I like that. I like that. He has been in really good form. Um, Jordan Ridley. Yeah. The way that Carlton kicked the ball inside their field 50. I'm actually considering trading Zebel to him. (laughs) Yeah, don't mind it. You probably make money off that too. I do. I do make a little bit of coin. Interesting. Um, Monday is Melbourne versus Collingwood, last game of the round at the MCG. Disco Dacos. I was about to say a nice option. I was about to say Disco Dacos. I don't think they'll put any work into him. No one ever. No, knows. I don't think either. I don't think either teams will tag in this game. I think it'll just be completely like free for all. I think hopefully this will be a ripping game as well. Um, I can see Oliver going big. I can see Petrarca going big. They even see Gorn possibly going big against uh, against Cameron. I can see Disco Dacos going big. Yeah, yeah, just big all yeah, around. options. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Pato, uh, what's your Twitter handle? It's at b a double t o s triple c, and mine is at d a n e o s triple c. Anything further you want to add? Uh, no. Um, just try not to tag. And try not to, sorry, try not to bring in guys that haven't had their buy. I think it's kind of foolish and you do kind of take one step forward, but then two steps back. You want to just keep that point momentum. That's how you're going to get up in the rankings. Yep. Yep. So from us at the Supercoach Co-Captains, I'm Dano. And I'm Pato. And this is us signing. The fuck off. Yeah, yeah.